In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. In the time of censorship, non-compliance is key. From an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. folks, to uh, May 13th, 2023. I am your host, Joshua Michael, and there is a lot and lot of things going on. I got Don Power sitting in with me uh, because I am losing my voice. Uh, they did hit me. I did catch the bioweapon going around, infecting all of the children and everything else. How are you doing today, Don? I'm doing just great, brother. I'm glad you sound, uh, you're feeling better than you did yesterday. You certainly sound a lot better than you did yesterday, <laughs> so that's that's encouraging. But man, yesterday, you sound like you're on death's door. Well, I felt okay. Um, it's just a matter of the voice. But there's a lot of news that we're going to cover today, folks. And, you know, the wild horses couldn't drag me away and keep me out of this seat and keeping you informed with what's going on not only nationally, but also around here in FEMA Region 10, formerly known as Oregon. So Don, on the docket today, you were talking about a event going on in Newburgh. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, yeah, it's interesting because I got a, I got a uh, text message yesterday from David Brown, who's running for school board re-election there. And Dave's a, one of our great warriors. If you ever get a chance to, uh, to meet him, shake his hand, tell him how much you appreciate him because he has been in the fight for, for years over there. And the left has been attacking uh, Newburgh, Yamhill like, uh, like no other place. You, you, people don't realize how vicious they are out there. They've brought uh, uh, Alexander Ocasio Alexander Ocasio Cortez out there. They've they've involved the uh, ACLU in yeah, the fight. They're I just think we should vicious. start naming her Alexander. I'm and, not going to assume. Well, we can <laughs> identify her because we don't know what she is anymore. Well, I know what she is, all right, <laughs> but I probably can't say it on the air. <laughs> oh yes, you can. <laughs> It's free open air Friday. I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> Beep. Yeah. So there's a lot of events going on. Um, as you know, the school board thing is front and center and happening right now, the voting for that. And we are at the final days uh, of the school board elections. And so if you have not voted yet, make sure to vote, uh, but also make sure you're voting for the right person. You know, speaking of the voting, I got a text yesterday and I haven't had a chance to read it all the way through or study it. But uh, from uh, one of the PCPs out in Clackamas County, who was, I think, the only person watching the uh, the ballots come in yesterday and mentioned that uh, there was problems going on again in Clackamas County elections with uh, the tabulator machines having problems. And I don't know all of the details. I have to uh, probably look into it a little bit. Definitely have to look into it a little bit tighter. But that school board stuff, folks, if you're not doing anything today, uh, it doesn't matter if you're doing something or not. Actually, you need to do something today, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, go pick up some some uh, some 
yard signs, put a, a magnet on the side of your car, donate a couple of bucks, talk to a friend about what's happening, tell somebody about what's happening in our schools in case they don't know. We've got to really activate the, the, the parents who give it about their kids, right? I mean, these uh, the things that are going on right now, I don't know if people have really paid attention, but some of these bills, these house bills that are going on, um, really affect our children. And the left is trying to instill the same thing into our schools. They're basically trying to take our children away from us. So we need to get good, strong, uh, conservative uh, parents in place at these school boards so we can start putting a, st- a halt to this activity. I mean, we need to overpower them. We need to overwhelm them. We need to outnumber them. Um, but they're very organized that left and you know look for example um some of this house bill 2002b 2002b um, it allows a child of any age without parental knowledge to receive an abortion of any age a child that's and, crazy you know it, it, th- that bill goes on the stuff that it's really talking about is actually horrifying and, and it's the impotence as to why our senators finally um uh, grew a pair and decided to do what they're calling a walk in because they're not actually leaving the building, but they are not going into session. So of course not to, to and, deny the quorum. So, and that's great. And congratulations to the senators. We need to support them, uh, for not, uh, participating in this absolute nonsense that's going on. Um, just a quick round Robin real quick on some news, some important news, <clears throat> the Tucker Carlson, drop on Twitter is just ginormous and I think symbolizes the death of the mainstream media. The future of all media is going to be small uh, grassroots shows like Noncompliant America, uh, like KSLM, like all these smaller organizations that do not restrict free speech. Now, there is some turmoil going on with Twitter um, and Elon Musk. It's interesting the replacement that he's proposing looks like a female version of Elon Musk. It's really weird and it's really creepy. Um, but she will be an absolute destruction of Twitter. So we don't know how, uh, how long Twitter's going to hang on. But the most important thing is to, to create and or uh, seek out that independent media. The crazy thing about that, too, is if you look at her bio and where she comes from, you think there's... N- Obviously, Elon knows that, so he's not a—he's obviously not a dumb person. So it's pretty shocking um, to see her background and decide that he's going to hand over the the wheel to her or Willie. Well, and and maybe he's just you know uh, trolling everybody, right? And he's riling everybody up. Um, we never know with Elon Musk what he's going to do. Um, I, as I drive past uh, the new Tesla facility, I see all these liberals leaving. Um, and I always chuckle inside because they hate Twitter, but they drive Teslas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the irony is beautiful. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's, it's a really interesting paradigm. And so he's been doing some great work and it's really great to see, but it's also very important for you guys to support, uh, organizations like us. Um, you can write us, give us content, anything that you want to talk about, anything that you find inter- interesting, There's no stone unturned uh, that we will not explore here. We are not censored. Uh, We are not restricted by Innistar strategies uh, or anything of that sort. Uh, We can talk about free, open content, things interesting. We think it's very important to inform you guys uh, with how things are going and what's progressing in these local movements as well as these national movements and everything else. So, Don, uh, 
how, where do you think we're at as far as the state of the world, the state of the existence? We have an open border that's just exploding right now down in Texas. It's really disappointing. And essentially, if we have no borders, we have no country. What do we do to combat against this? Where is the American insurgents? And, uh, and, and, and I mean, tens of thousands of people every day are crossing this border. Uh, well, what's happening on our border clearly is a crisis and it's unfortunate. I, I you know, uh, I think there's a little bit of a, a shell game going on with the governor of Texas because he pretends or puts out like he's, you know, just recently that he's actually doing something about it. Right. National Guard went down. They were physically restraining people from coming over the border like you, you know, and and uh, is that what you saw? Because I saw the difference. I saw them actually escorting the people on buses. Well, that was a whole nother section. Right. So do uh, so. uh what they're doing is there's a whole section when they put out in the media where the guards were there and they were physically telling, Hey, you can't cross here, but everywhere else they were allowing that to happen. Sure. They was not even allowing, they're facilitating it. Right. And I've been talking about this for what over a year about what's happening down there. Not just me, of course. I mean, there's a lot of people that are aware of this, but not nearly enough. And that invasion that's happening is just exactly that. I mean, it's military age, the overwhelming majority are military age, young men fit well-fed coming into our country yep. there's no question that this is not they're not coming here for economic uh you know uh, economic uh, they're coming sanctuary. here for they're, war they're coming here for capture they're coming here to invade 100 percent. there's a guy on twitter um his name is uh uh david hernandez but uh he was outlook rummaging through all the garbage there oh have you seen the pictures of that it's he found passports from all over the world mm -hmm. he found uh, a receipt from some one of the quote-unquote migrants that was descending freeing oppression he had a hotel bill in cabo they stopped in cabo on their way up to the border it was a thousand dollars for like a four-night stay I mean, it's just absolutely insane. So to think that these guys, and some of them are, right? Some of these countries have been in lockdown for over two years. They absolutely decimated um, their country and all their production. And they are leaving that. And, and we understand that. But at the same time, we're not, we don't have a border right now. You know, it's kind of like uh, lifeboat ethics, right? You got a you got a ship that's taken on water. You throw all the lifeboats in, in. You jump in your lifeboat, and let's say that lifeboat has a capacity to hold, you know, fifty people. Uh, and maybe there's a safety number built in there, and you got people in the water that need that 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 need a lifeboat, right? So you, you add a few more, even though you know you got a capacity limit, and you go, ah, oh, we can we can hold a few more. So let's go ahead and get you know fifty seven people on here. But then. If the seas get rough, you're in trouble, right? If everything's right. not perfect and calm, then you got a real you, you're in a real dangerous situation. So what do you do at that point? There's still bodies in the water, there's still people in the water. So do you pile them onto your boat and the whole thing goes down? Right? I mean, that's lifeboat ethics. What would you do? Think about it for a minute. Do you say, I'm sorry, you can't get on the boat because then we all perish? That's right. That's right. Um, just a side note from last week. When we played some of the Stu Peters interview stuff, um, he's getting ready to come out with Died Suddenly 2. And so be on the lookout for that with Stu Peters. They're going to have another release from the effects of the COVID shot. And I have a, I have a belief that he's going to get into the vaccine shedding and the effects that's happening to the unvaccinated. It's, gonna, it's starting to get documented now. So be on the lookout for that, folks. 
you know, it's, it's amazing that we're still having to talk about that in the sense that um, people still don't believe what what happened to us they, there's so many people who still deny that this thing was uh, a bioweapon that was uh, developed by the united states military by the department of defense intentional and released intentionally upon the world it's unbelievable that it takes somebody like Stu peters or somebody else to come out with a you know a program like that to try to try to educate people who just won't do it for themselves we can talk here in our echo chamber about it all the time but you people out there that are listening go talk to people the probably the single strongest thing you can do is just have conversation they're trying to keep us divided they're kind of isolate us to our homes and things like that right so you need to have these conversations we need to actually put push the envelope and move the needle because just sitting around and being complacent and going watching soccer game and being quiet little parent and going oh yeah hey, yeah i had a good time last night my you know we went and got pizza and blah 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 no get into it dig into it your country is going down the ship is taking on water and you don't have much room in your lifeboat right you gotta you gotta step in this gap do something about it you gotta start talking to people wake them up educate them you know there's no more uh, space in uh, there's more time to be complacent. That's right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that was your sexy voice. Nice job. <laughs> I think, I think I'm going to, uh, Don's going to take it over after this segment. Um, but I just wanted to reiterate to you guys, the importance of getting active and staying out in the forefront and pushing in. Do not let this tyrannical, digital gulag system get to your mind and make you feel like things are hopeless. There are great things happening everywhere, all over at a city level, at a county level, at a statewide level, at a national level. People are waking up everywhere. And so we have to press forward and we have to get involved and we have to start making a difference in our life. Disconnect from these systems that are meant to make you depressed. The number one thing you can do is don't comply, right? Mass non-compliance, America. That's what we have to do. I'm not talking about this right now. This is not uh, a protest that we're doing, right? This is a revolution. That's right. Step in the gap. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Well, as Joshua uh, mentioned in the first segment, I uh, like this tune. That's getting me in the right space. Uh, Joshua wasn't, Josh's not feeling so great, and he cut out of that for, after that first segment. He was like, that didn't sound like great radio. But uh, you know what? He's still in the fight, right? But he's taking the rest of the show off, and I'm going to fill in a little bit here, as he mentioned. Thank you for coming and listening to us here on KSLM Radio and on the podcast of uh, 
uh, what day is today? The 13th. So there's a lot going on. Last night uh, was an interesting, yesterday as a whole, and last night was interesting here in Oregon. Uh, Republican National Committee Chair, RNC Chair, Ronna McDaniel was here. And it was really interesting. That there was a pre-event, which was mostly county chairs and a few others. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be uh, invited to that. It was fantastic. And uh, um, Ronna was good. She was strong. One of the biggest complaints that we've heard about her was, you know, election integrity and what are they doing? What have they been doing? And uh, I'll say that 80 percent of that talk was about election integrity and what they have done and what they are doing. And I know I'm going to take some heat for this because I know uh, I already have. I put a few posts up and people are like, rah, rah, rah. but here's the thing right now. She's our chair. We have to move forward. We have to move this needle forward. We have to take the assets that we currently have deploy them in the direction to, to, to win back our country, our sovereignty, because they're working on taking it away. So if we can keep our focus on that target, okay, we have a much better chance at doing that, accomplishing that, getting, getting to, that, um, to that finish line. This, there's, a, there's a lot going on in our country. The left is really busy trying to take uh, our sovereignty away, right? Taking our children away. That's like right now, that is first and foremost in my mind, and it should be in yours. Right now, coming up May 16th, we have the school board elections. I know we keep pounding this, but I'm telling you, the stuff they're trying to do to these kids, and not only doing it in the schools, because you got to see that it is part of a plan, right? You don't think it's by accident, do you, that they're trying to pass this disgusting, amoral House Bill 2002B, um, and at the same time, they're trying to put these types of uh, programs into our schools, right? That the left is attacking our school boards, that they're, uh, in fact, that's going on right now, uh, today, out, out in Newburgh. Um, there's a big event out there where the school board candidates, some really good ones, Dave Brown and some others, are, are running great people, really good people of great moral character who have a sincere passion for uh, helping these children that uh, their heart and is in the right place their mind is in the right place just really really good people right the left's coming out and attacking them to the point where they're like can we get a few people come out here don and and see if they can uh, give us a little support we need numbers right we need numbers there's no reason that we shouldn't have a thousand people out there saying you know what left go back get get in your cars drive back to portland get the hell out of here but so that's the kind of mass non-compliance we need. It's all it takes is all of us, right? And all you need to do is all that you can do. There's, there is no space right now in our country for people to become complacent. All right. So I want to, I want to get into this uh, 2002B real quick. Somebody created an infographic and it's fantastic. I, I wish I knew who did it. Uh, if you know, tell them, uh, thank you very much. It, it's really well done. And I'm going to read a couple of the points. There's about 10 points in this thing about this 2002. And I've talked to a few people that are pretty far left about this bill. And it's interesting what they think that it is. Oh, well, it's a, it's a, it's access to healthcare. It's, it's children's health. No, 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 no. This thing is a very evil. Along with all of the other things that they're trying to do in our, in our uh, legislature right now, uh, it's absolutely disgusting. And I'm glad that our senators have finally uh, stepped up and said, you know what, this is enough, enough. It's all way too much. You guys have gone too far. Um, so, for example... Um, it allows children of any age without parental knowledge to receive an abortion. 
any age, 10 years old, yeah, no, no, uh, no parental knowledge, right, or consent or, or is, is required. Um, a doctor may not disclose the, the child's, to the child's parents information regarding the abortion. Okay, and it goes on. It prohibits health insurance plans from limiting, denying coverage for irreversible sex change treatments and procedures. A, a minor may receive irreversible sex-changing treatments and procedures without parental knowledge. What in the is wrong with these people? This is disgusting. I can't hardly get through it. I've only gotten through four points, right? Fifth point, a minor may have parents insurer cover the cost of irreversible sex-change treatments and procedures without the parent's knowledge. I mean... They want, to, they want to take your children. They believe that the children belong to the state, and that's that. That's what they believe. And I'm going to tell you, if you don't already know it, they don't. They belong to the parents. I have a good friend of mine who was at the event uh, last night that the uh, ORP chair, Justin, put on. Fantastic uh, event. Um, and uh, Suzanne Gallagher, some of you may know who she is. She's wonderful. She has an organization called Parents' Rights in Education. She does a great job of... Um, educating right as the, i guess that's the word we're talking about she does a great job of educating i think her organizations in a bunch of states it's a nonpartisan organization i appreciate that she came out uh, last night because her primary concern is she's really worried about what's happening to these children right and the parents rights being taken away so if you get a chance regardless of which side of the uh political aisle you may be on just know that uh her organization is fantastic she cares about your children and she's really trying um, to build awareness and educate uh, parents around the country about what's happening. So uh, and I'll, I'll continue now because I think these talking points are important because if you can take these to somebody who's on the other side of the aisle or somebody who doesn't fully understand what's going on, you'd be shocked as I have been, as they have been, when I come to them and I say, do you know what that's really about? And I begin to tell them some of these talking points and they shake their head and they're like, what? Because they just get told that, you know, they're lazy, right? We're getting lazy. Oh, that's, a, you know, a access to health care thing for, for kids. Oh, okay, I'll vote for it. No, that's not what it is. It's an evil plot to take your children away from you, and it's disgusting. Okay, anyway, it says, uh, what's the seventh point on here? Decriminalizes concealing the dead body of a newborn child. Excuse me? It decriminalizes concealing the dead body of a newborn child. All right. I, I, I pause on that. It just drives me nuts. Eighth one, Oregon taxpayers will be on the hook to pay for abortions and irreversible sex changing treatments for non-Oregon residents. Right. The, the, the legislature has come out and said, hey, if you're around the country, you want to, uh, to get an abortion, come on to our state. We'll pay for it. You can have it. We will be happy to uh, help you in this genocide. All right, we'll be back in a few minutes here on KSLM Radio and Non-Compliant America. Thank you for listening in. Next segment coming up soon. Welcome back to Non-Compliant America. I'm Don Powers, sitting in for Joshua Michael. Um, so last segment, we were talking about a little, some of the stuff going on in our, in our state and, and what you can do. Uh, and I want to get into a couple of things that uh, we probably didn't uh, dig into very deep, which is what's happening right here in Oregon more, right? We know the school boards are going on. We talk about that and get involved, you know, at this point. 
um, that is that is critical. One of the things that I, I want to explain to you or give you an illustration of how important and how critical that is, is as follows. So as we all know, Shemaya Fagan uh, had to resign because she uh, is corrupt and dishonest. And is that redundant? Anyway, because of um, some consulting money that she was taking right from a, uh, a marijuana organization, a dispensary organization that has lots of legal problems, lots of back due taxes, a lot of people in the industry that they owe money to, that they haven't paid vendors. There's all kinds of issues with that company. Uh, and she was getting paid uh, a consulting fee from them. She was also part of her contract so that she would get $30,000 per uh, state that uh, they that, that LaModa got a license to uh, have a dispensary in, right? So, you know, you're a company, you have to apply uh, to that secretary of state or to that state for a license to be able to open your dispensary there. And um, so... the she would get paid $30,000 if, if LaModa got the license to do business in that state. So why am I bringing this up again right now? Well, it's important that anybody doesn't know it knows it, for starters. But the illustration here is look who came in and replaced her. That's what I'm trying to get at here is who, who, who at least it's, you know, the governor now gets to assign that person, right? So the fact that we voted for somebody as foolish and ignorant as, as it was to put this person in office from the get-go. But now the governor gets to, right, gets to assign somebody as the secretary of state. In the interim, they have a person who, who knows, maybe that person will be the new secretary of state. But for now, that interim person, go look at, at the bio. If you look at her bio, it tells you that she was started out as a school board member Right, a uh, school board member in North Clackamas County. Now, North Clackamas County has a war going on. It is an absolute war over there in North Clackamas County. Um, it's really shocking how aggressive the communists are over there. Well, this person got her start there. So you can see why these school boards are so important. They're important because the left has been taking over our schools, putting in their crazy agenda and breaking down the fabric of our of our families. They take these people, they groom them from from they scout them out just like a ball team would. Right. They've got their minor league team. They've got their they've got everything lined up. They've got their their uh, their lots of horses lined up in the stable. Right. As they say in football, there's a phrase that says um, next man up type of thing. Right. So they've built their farm team. And so when one of them bows down, gets caught being corrupt, doesn't matter. They got another one to step right in. They never miss a beat, right? They, they've been doing this for decades. So they start at a lot of different levels, but one of them that's critical is the school board. So this is a good illustration as to why the school boards are important, not I mean, obviously, because of our children and what they're trying to teach them and how they're trying to break down that moral fiber and take our children away from us and try to convince the children and us that they don't belong to us anymore, that they have, uh, that they now belong to the state, right? The state gets to make all these choices and decisions about their health care, about the crazy things that they're teaching in the schools, as opposed to uh, the Constitution or civics or important things like, you know, math and how to, how to you know, use a checkbook and so forth. Anyway. 
so aside from that obvious fact, we've got the fact that they are now trying to, uh, let me, let me rephrase that. It's not about the, the fact that they're, they're actually taking our school boards, right? And they're looking at, they're putting their people in place and then they're moving them up through their farm system, right? And this is a perfect example of that. So again, not just what they're doing with their policies and what they're trying to push, but you can see how that is just a part of their plan and to move these people on through their system, right? And the shining stars, they get, oh, look at her, her. She did a great job in being, a, you know, a radical communist and taking away, parent, trying to take away parental rights. We're going to move her up the ladder. Let's move her to this position, this position. Now she's, now what is she doing? She is the new interim secretary of state. Now, I don't know this person, so I don't want to, uh, I don't want to attack her character because I know nothing about it. Okay. So I want to be careful and, and be clear about that. I'm not trying to be, uh, I don't know this person. I'm just using this as an example of look at wh where this person was, look at the organizations that she was involved with and look them up, look, look up her bio, look at the organizations that she's, she's um, uh, associated with. And you'll quickly be able to see that, um, that she's part of the farm system, right? So I just want to encourage people to do that because it's important to connect those dots and help uh, people fully grasp that this is not just a person who happened to be working in the office, that that person has been groomed to be in that position for uh, quite some time, right? So um, uh, we have to realize that, that that's an, that is an example of the planning the deliberate attack on our country, the deliberate effort to take our country down. So you might think, wow, yeah, Oregon's a real mess. Well, yes, it is. We are uh, absolutely ground zero for this crazy, this crazy communist uh, attack, uh, an attempt to take our country down. We have to stand up to it. But let's expand out just a little bit. Right now, there's a huge criminal enterprise functioning in the United States, the largest criminal enterprise in the history of our country is the Biden crime family. So go look at, uh, when you get a chance, go look at the reports that have come out of the House Oversight Committee. It is unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know if unbelievable, but it is, yeah, it is um, uh, shocking it is compelling, it is disgusting, um, and it just shows how deep and how wide and for how long this battle's uh, been planned on the other side, right? They've been planning this war for a long time, all right? So um, I just pulled up um, the uh, information on uh, the new interim uh, Secretary of State, which is, her name is Cheryl Myers, okay? And it's really interesting uh, when you look at her background, I was going to get some specifics of it for you. Um, so it says here, you know, Lamoda, the company that was, uh, that Shamaya was, con quote, consulting for, they were paying her $10,000 a month. Okay. Um, but let's look into, I think we've talked that out pretty good. Um, but let's get into uh, Cheryl, Cheryl Myers and a little bit more about her and who she is. Okay. Let's see here. Who is, this was done by, this particular piece was done by uh, Coin, um, talking about her. I'm trying to get to some of the, um, oh yeah, Portland police talk about the homicide they're investigating in Portland. That's, you know, 
That's horrible. That, that place is a, a wreck. You want to talk about what's happening in their goals and what they're trying to do to our country. Just look at Portland. That's what they're ba- They want the whole country to become Portland. Um, I'm trying. I should have pulled this up before I got started. Anyway, um, I get my my mind. I uh, can't go in both directions right now. Okay. So anyway, go look up Cheryl Myers. Find out about her. The organizations that she's she was associated with. Look into those companies. Who supports them? Who finance them? And you'll start to put this picture together. And maybe you can put the picture together for some of the people around you. Um, but it doesn't take that much time to do something like that. Every day, you need to be doing something in this battle right now. Every day, you got to wake up every day and say, what did I do to move the needle today? Did I talk to, to a neighbor? Did I talk to a friend? Did, did I uh, contribute to uh, a, an article? Did I get some information out to some, to, to some organization or to some independent media? Did I write uh, an email to, uh, to the senators to support their walk-in, as they're calling it? Or did I send an email out to uh, people who are trying to push these horrible bills across our, our state, whether it's the, the taking our guns away, taking, trying to take your children away, your, your rights as a parent? Did you send an email? Did you bother to do anything? Or did you just go, oh, that's terrible, and go back to, uh, and go back to work? Okay, every day you have to do something. Did I contribute $5? Okay, $5 a month to your county um, party or some organization that is, is working to, uh, to fight this is something that you can do, if that makes sense, right? We can all do something. We all have different skill sets and we need to do something every single day. It, there cannot be a day in which you don't do something to move the needle. Okay. We are in a war and there's a lot of us and many, as the old saying goes, right? Many hands make light work. Well, right now we're in a war. So you need to do something because they're coming for your children. They're coming for your country, coming for your money. All right. And they're not passive about it. And we'll get into some of that uh, in a minute, just talking about coming for our country, because look at our border. Look what's happening on our southern border. And we've got we've got video out there of the of United States military personnel assisting These, it's, it's weird. I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to categorize all the people coming over to the border because there's certainly uh, a lot of them that are, are coming because of, uh, you know, very difficult situations in, uh, in, in their country, right? Looking for asylum uh, and so forth. And, and I sympathize with them and it's important that we do, but there's a whole lot of them who are just coming here um, as part of this uh, uh, war and to take down our country. So we've got, there's video out there of U.S. troops assisting, aiding people to come over the border. They are actually taking them, physically helping them over the border, helping disperse them into the, into the, into the city. Our own military is doing this. Can we rely on them and this thing gets really, goes, gets hairy? I don't know. We'll be right back. I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching a slack. Me and my buddy, we working hard for this money. All right, welcome back to Non-Compliant America on TSLM Radio. This is Don Power sitting in for Michael, or Joshua Michael, exactly. Uh, he's along with the weather, as we mentioned, and uh, going to fill in a little bit for him. Um, 
One of the one of the things that we were talking about uh, uh, closing up the last um, segment was uh, about what's happening on our southern border, right? I mean, this this war that's going on, this infiltration that's happening, um, and it, this is nothing short of an invasion. Don't kid yourself. This is part of the global attack on our country. The objective of taking down this country. They hate us. They hate our country, and uh, they want to do everything they can to. to um, to take us down. They've been very clear about it. You don't have to take my word for it. Go look at it. Go look it up. Go look at Charles, uh, not Charles, huh? uh, Carl Schwab in the World Economic Forum. Just Google a couple of their, uh, a couple of the videos. They're all over the place. And listen to what these people say. These sick, twisted people. They tell you right to your face. If you want to know somebody who's going to tell you the truth, listen to what they tell you. Because they tell you what they're going to do. And you look around you and like, on it. They are doing it. No doubt about it, right? So, Anyway, um, this segment, I want to concentrate a little bit more, though, on what's happening right here in our state. So uh, yesterday, if you didn't know, National Committee woman Ronna McDaniel was here from the RNC. Uh, she was here. I went out and uh, listened to her uh, on a little private event that they had before the main uh, event. And she was, uh, she was really good. Okay, I know one of the things that people talk about is... Uh, what has she been doing on election integrity? She didn't do anything. We've been losing, but you know, we haven't been losing the, right. These, this war is uh, on many, many different fronts. And I know that over the last uh, year and last election cycle that they had over 90 attorneys. I mean, over 90 lawsuits going on around the country. Okay. Um, hundreds of attorneys engaged in, in lawsuits and fighting uh, corruption and, and fighting, uh, policies that were being uh, put in place, fighting where uh, state laws had been usurped by the, by the elections and fighting against those things. There was a lot going on. And I just thought she did a great job explaining that to people, letting them know what the RNC is doing uh, moving forward and what they're putting in place with regard to you know, election integrity specifically. She spent a good part of that particular meeting talking about that educating people on the technology that they're putting in place and so forth but it was an interesting point uh, that came out of it too was essentially the mentality that uh, they see uh, that they have when it comes to Oregon and I think that it's reasonable it doesn't make me happy but it's a fair point she says we only have so many resources right so just like anybody in their home and you're you have your home budget. You got a company. You have a budget. You got to decide where those resources are best spent, right? Where you're going to get your best ROI, right? Where's the best return on my investment? And uh, you've got X number of dollars. So you say, hey, look, if I put X percent of my money over here in this state and fight that particular battle because they they uh, they um, violated state election laws, for example, if I go over there and I put my my energy there. I might have a chance to actually uh, win a seat, turn, flip a seat over there, right? Or get one of our candidates um, uh, in, right, in, in the legislature or whatnot. We could win something there. Um, oh, if I put it over here, well, I mean, we don't really have much of a chance of winning that. We don't really have a chance of, of getting a gain there. So why would I throw my money, um, let's say, at Oregon when 
Oregon needs to move the needle themselves. We need to get out and make our state more viable. So every day, if you get up and every day you do something to help put good, strong constitutional conservatives in place, right? Warriors in place every day, help the cause, fight against this evil that's going on, protect your children, protect your neighbor's children. Your kids aren't in school. That's fine. Doesn't matter, right? Somebody else's are, and you should care about that, right? You should care about what's happening to our country. You should care about what's happening at our southern border, and you should be doing something about it every day, right? And you know what you can do. I can sit here and give you a list of things. Do this, 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 right? But you probably know what those are. You're just not doing them. Are you? Are you? Can you honestly sit here right now as you drive to the coast and tell me that you did something today? If you have, thank you. Continue to do it, okay? Help get somebody else getting involved. Again, many hands make light work, as the saying goes. <laughs> now, the points that, that were being made, in my opinion, by Miss McDaniel were solid, Right? I think that she made good points about that. And people were a little upset about it, a little offended by that. And I understand it. But it's, she's making the point that we have to do this. We have to do our part. we got to get this state closer to being um, uh, a more viable um, a place to invest your time and money. Does that make sense? Right? Once we become and we show that we can work together, once we show that we can move the needle ourselves, once we can, we can start really making an impact, okay, we will get that national attention. We'll get that national assistance. We'll get those national um, personalities to come here and really do something to help us, right, to help get it moving. But we can't rely on anyone else. Right. I don't rely on anybody to feed my family. I get up and roll up my sleeves and I work my tail off every single day, seven days a week. And you know what? So does my wife. She's the hardest working person I know. She works so hard. It makes me feel guilty sometimes. I'm not working as hard as she is, but geez, I don't know if I can. Um, she's amazing. So you can do something and you got to ask yourself, what did I do today? Every single, there cannot be a day that goes by where you can't answer that question or the answer to that is nothing. No, it's not acceptable. I don't care what your reason is. Okay. You can do something. You can, you can send a video to a friend. You can send a voicemail to somebody, a text. You can, your legislators, you can go out and uh, support school board members by, by, uh, doing door knocking, right? You can, um, hand out flyers. You can make phone calls on their behalf. You can help them with finances if they need some money to buy more flyers and so forth. There's lots of things to do. Write your legislators, like I said, right? Go to your town hall meetings. Go to your um, city council meetings. Go to your county meetings. Go out there. Get involved. Pay attention to what's going on in your community. For God's sake, we're about to lose this republic. And if you don't know that by now, you're in for a world of hurt, but not just you. What about your loved ones? What about your neighbor? Now, you may not agree with them on, you know, politically on lots of things. But you got to love them. They are your neighbor, right? I don't want horrible things to, to happen to these people. At some point, we have a responsibility not only to, to ourselves and our family, but to our neighbor, 
So talk to them. Get out there. Get out in the neighborhood and talk. You're at the soccer game. Go talk to one of the parents. Just have a conversation. Hey, how are you? Hey, did you see this House Bill 2002? Have you read anything about that? I, you know, because, uh, you know, ballots are out and so forth. Well, that's already a, kind of a past the ballot stage, obviously. It's in the legislature. But, I mean, there's an example. You know, oh, do you know anything about this school board candidate, et cetera? Those are the types of conversations we just need to be having. Talk to people. Help them, help them know, you know, know what's going on, right? Information is king, as they say. Knowledge is king. All right, so back on a little bit of this discussion now about what's happening in our country, right? So we talked we talked about what's happening in our country. We talked about some of the uh, what's happening with our school boards, how we need to get involved, how we need to be involved at the county level. We need to go to school board meetings. We need to go to county commission meetings, city council, and so forth, right? Talk to your neighbors about it. Talk to them about the Chinese invasion that's basically happening on our southern border. Why is it that 10 times more Chinese males are entering the United States right now than entered during the same time last year? This is not by accident, right? This whole thing that's happening. So we got to make people aware of it. We need to explain it. There's a lot of this that people don't know, right? So be out there. Get active. Save your country. Save your neighbor. Save your children. Thank you for listening to Non-Compliant America on KSLM Radio.